the hardest obstacle was myself. Mm. I started realizing more and more and more that all these people were gone. What was haunting me was me. I can't control my dad. I can't control the people calling me. I can't control all these things, but they were things that kept me down. It started becoming my reality. My reality was what they made it out to be. And I became a, the most important conversation you'll ever have with your life, you know, in your life is when you have yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah. my conversation was absolutely horrifying. What were you saying to yourself? I'm dumb, I'm nobody. My dad, I mean, my dad was great in mental warfare. A drunk, insecure man <laughs> will make everybody around him feel like hell. Yeah. Because he wants to give you no power. And that's why he was so mean to my mom and myself and my brother, because he didn't want anybody to get above him. Mm -hmm. He wanted to keep you down low. So when you're growing up with all of this stuff, all this hate, and it, it wasn't the beatings. I could hit the beatings all day. It was a mental torture. So when at a young age, your your parents put a dialogue in you of confidence or you're nobody. Mm. So that voice in my head was I'm a loser. And then it was confirmed when I got in school and in third grade, I was falling behind. They want to put me in a, in a special school, Yeah, you know, with kids who can't learn. Right. Then it was confirmed what, you know, what my dad was saying. So that confirmed it. Then I started cheating. So I started realizing, you know what? I'm taking yeah. the easy way out again. Yeah. And it started snowballing from there. Now, now the kids are calling me. Mm. But it wasn't all the kids. So what happens is you start to get this picture that everybody hates you. Because your reality becomes so, so big mm -hmm. that you don't, you, I mean, you can't see the clear picture. It might have been three or four That's kids. That's it. Doing it over and over. Right. But it was the whole town. Yeah, everybody yeah. hated me. So start The world out, hates me. That's right. Yeah. And that's when, it, that's when it became toxic. And that is where I became my worst enemy. What was the greatest lesson your mom taught you growing up? Honestly, the greatest lesson she ever taught me is a lesson that she, she doesn't know how much she taught me because she wasn't much in the teaching mode. My dad took her soul. Mm. But what I did as a young kid is I observed everybody. I wasn't really smart in the books. Yeah. But I was real smart when it came to life. Yeah. And I was able to sit back and watch her mistakes. I was able to see how she struggled through life and how I don't want to struggle through life. And I was able to see, she never picked me up. The biggest thing she did for me, and this is honest to God truth, and she doesn't even know she did it. <laughs> when I would bust my ass, when I would fail, yeah. when I was at the bottom of the sewer, she never picked me up. She never gave me that cookie and said, hey, son, you know, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Never, she didn't have time for that. And sometimes she gets upset when I talk about my past because it, it, it paints her out to be not the best mom. If I had any kind of mom in that kind of environment, I would have never made it. Mm. Because she forced me for every reason. She forced me to you better figure this out or you're going to be a statistic. Wow. And this is something that she didn't sit down and tell me. I realized this. This is the world that is in front of me. And what most people do is they see this world and they look at it as an excuse to get out of it. Yeah. I started looking at it as this is the ultimate training ground for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. 
I have all these valuable lessons. Because if you look out in the world right now today, it's not a nice place. But I'm very prepared for it. I'm prepared for all the failure coming my way. I'm prepared for everything my way. And that's the biggest lesson that she taught me by not teaching me. Mm. By never saying it's going to be okay. Yeah. Matter of fact, she told me the exact opposite. Life sucks. We believe, like so many people, before I give them a workout plan, they're talking about recovery. Everybody, everybody that hears me speak, they want to go straight to recovery. Work out first. Huh. Work out first. <laughs> before you talk to me about recovery. How to recover, yeah. Work out first. We are always looking for, like whenever I talk to people, people take my words and they, and they, and they put it in a way to where they want to feel comfortable. This guy... You know, they, they, they want to put you in a box. They want to put a title on you. No, you're putting a title on me to make yourself feel better about yourself. If you read this book of mine and you see where I came from, this person was, this, this person was not built. This, this, this person was not made by God. Mm -hmm. This person, sorry, this person was built. I made this person. I made this person by diving in to the insecurities that life gave me. Because now they're yours. They're yours to own. If you're not smart, call yourself dumb. It's okay, because you are. But take that knowledge, you're putting yourself down. If you're fat, call yourself fat. I used to be 300 pounds. Mm. We, we want to talk so soft to ourselves. We're looking for that recovery day. And that recovery day is everything in your life. Everything in your life is a recovery day. We're looking for it. It's not coming. It's not coming. Mm -hmm. Get over that recovery day. And that's the mentality I took with me. And what happened through that process was all the frivolous things of life started to float away. I used to tell people lies so they would like me. Because mm. I was so insecure. When you start to build yourself up and start to have the one thing that we don't have is confidence. Yep. Real, authentic confidence from hard work. Everything else goes away. You, you no longer look to other people for your self-esteem. Validation. That's right. Or, yeah. You now know. I walk in a room now and I know the hours and years and decades I put into David Goggins. That's something, it's not on the wall. It's not a trophy on the wall. It's not a medal on your neck. It is actually a feeling in your heart. And people go, why don't you ever smile? I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do have a stoic look on my face. I'm a, I'm a very focused person. But the feeling I have in my soul and in my heart that's why I don't need to smile. I don't need to smile. I don't need you to look at me and say, oh my God, you look happy. Because half of us aren't happy. Mm -hmm. we're, we're giving you something that we think you want to see. I don't do that anymore. I don't care how you perceive David Goggins. Because through my journey, I figured out the one piece I was missing. I thought it was cars. I thought it was women. I thought it was, I thought it was money. I thought it was everything. The one piece I was missing was me having the courage to face myself. Mm. And once you do that on a daily basis, it's not about the running. Work, people are going to be talking about working out. Where I got my work ethic from was the hours I had to spend learning this. When you sit down and you're not smart, and you have a disability, yeah. and you still want to be at the top of your class, I didn't want to just get by. When I realized that I can learn, do hard work, and I can beat the valedictorian in school, but I got put in 10 hours more a day mm -hmm. than he does. You know what kind of strength comes from that? 
When you're sitting down, that guy, that, that valedictorian studied for an hour, and you know I caught you. I caught you, and I am dumb. But I have the work ethic to catch you. That's where David Goggins got really invented. Yeah. Was at a kitchen table with 20 spiral notebooks that were empty. And then three months Laying later, down. Yeah. they were full. And when you can go through that, I still have them in my storage unit. You go through these spiral notebooks of your life, and you realize, this is how I learned. This is unbelievable. There's no miles. It's not about the miles. It's that. Having a discipline every day to say, for me to learn this one math problem, it's going to take me 10 hours. Wow. And that's where it, and you realize through hard work, you can do, you can outwork anybody. You got to start diving into those things that you are afraid of. You don't gain confidence by going to the spot that makes you feel good. It's going to be a false reality. And the second life gives you that challenge, all you want to do is go back to what made you confidence or, 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 or what gave you confidence is that happy spot. No. What gives you confidence, what gave me confidence was spending years at a kitchen table trying to learn how to read and write on my own. Realizing I can't learn the way you learn. Mm. I can't. But I can learn. What gives you confidence is not being afraid. It's overcoming the fear. I used to stutter severely bad. So right now, I don't know how many people are going to watch this. Mm. You know what gives me confidence? Is knowing I no longer care <laughs> if I sit or start stuttering to you. Yeah. That's what gives me confidence is facing these things, overcoming them. And maybe not overcoming them every day, but facing them and face them and face them pretty soon like this. You know what, man, this is where it's at. Mm. It's not in that comfort zone. It's in the discomfort zone is where my confidence is getting built. Mm -hmm. That's where it's getting built. But people want to, they want an easier answer. Yeah. There has to be an easier way. There's not, I'm sorry. Did you know that an eagle knows when a storm is approaching long before it breaks? The eagle will fly to some high spot and wait for the winds to come. When the storm hits, it sets its wings so that the wind will pick it up and lift it above the storm. While the storm rages below, the eagle is soaring above it. The eagle does not escape the storm. It simply uses the storm to lift it higher. It rises on the winds that bring the storm. When the storms of life come upon us, like the eagle, we can rise above them and ride the winds of the storm that brings sickness, tragedy, failure, and disappointment into our lives. What is your greatest challenge right now? Jot it down and then let it lift you higher. Mir Lazard, the top 100 motivational stories. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. 
Big up, as always. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, (laughs) inspiration and motivation, and the foundation being self-discipline. I am your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent, witty people out there, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. Your boy got some stories to tell. You know the slogan, the motto here, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. You know the quote that we live by now. Until we find something that is better by Bob Marley. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. As you know, this is a critical thinking show. This is a show in which we want to challenge you. So I ask you first question with two thought provoking statements. First question, what expectations do you have for your life? That you have not met yet Again what expectations Do you have For your life That you have not met yet One thought provoking statement Happy spots Not allowed Happy spots Not allowed And thought provoking statement number two Fearlessness Of the Of the discomfort zone Fearlessness Of The discomfort zone Today's episode is entitled You get out of life Your expectations You get out of life Your expectations Let's jump into today's show You you see family uh, The reason why I read this story About the ego by um, again, I always, I don't know if it's a female or a male. I destroy the name all the time. Mira Lazar uh, in the book is called top 100 motivational stories. Really like that book because of just the different stories in there, but it speaks to our topic here today, our reasoning for wanting to be more. See, a lot of times family, we have expectations of others but we don't hold ourselves to that same accountability we have expectations of ourselves that saying well we're going to wake up early or we're going to stay late or we're going to finally pick up the finally pick up that project that we've been laying down i know you're guilty of it i'm guilty of it but how do we correct it why do we continue to do it well it's easy to not challenge and go after your expectations. See, really, the title really is really misleading in a sense. If you really think about it, you get out of life your expectations. Because if that was really true, if you expected to be a millionaire and you put in the necessary required work to be a millionaire, then your expectations would be met. But a lot of times we have expectations that we are unwilling to Make the required self-discipline, the required habits and the required sacrifices to go after our expectation. The question is, again, why? And what expectations have you really set for yourself that you are refusing to go after? Is it because you want to fit in or and I really, you know. Let's park there real quick because 
I I seen a video and I gotta go find it again. And I think I've mentioned this before, but who cares? It's 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 really is is that good to me. Um, I think it should have got more views than what it has, and I gotta go find it. But when I find it, I'll let you go. The guys know family. But the thing about this video I was seeing is is that a lot of times family when you set an expectation for yourself, you're going to realize and you'll notice extremely fast how. Let's give a, a, a really good example. Here's an example. Let's say your expectation is to start a side hustle. You expect for you to create a side hustle. And you choose to go ahead and do eBay and Amazon. And your friend calls you and says, hey, look, uh, about to go to uh, we're about to go to this party or we're about to go to this gathering and uh, won't you just come hang out? And you're like, no, I can't because I got to post. I got to, you know, take pictures. I got to, you know, type up the uh, basically uh, I'll say it in a sense, copy of the item you're trying to sell on eBay and Amazon. And they're like, oh, man, you know, you can I mean, you can do that later. And you're like, "Nah, I really can't because. For me, I have an expectation of myself that's required. And I, I, I find a lot of times, family, how easy it is to talk ourselves out of expectation. This is something that you said you wanted. You wanted to create a side hustle. You wanted to get extra money. You wanted to be more than what you are because you're disappointed of where you're at currently. And it may not even be a bad place of where you're at. But the thing about it is we are so afraid to push ourselves and that's why family from today on if you haven't already started you can start right now listening to this message you have to go into a fearless approach of being discomfort being uh, being in a discomfort zone and what does that look like that means pushing yourself and I'm reading a book uh it's called the third alarm and I just started and I, I, I thought about not even mentioning it until I finished it, but it's so good. I mean, the first couple of chapters is amazing. And he unpacks the his experience. And I don't really want to ruin the book, but I, I'll give you a higher level. He 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 unpacks his experience of going after the thing and finding out that the thing requires more than what he was given. Okay, let me let me let me show let me break that down for you. Basically, it's he was so focused on creating a environment financially, creating an environment uh from a prestige standpoint to be the best in in, in what he does that he became blinded or I should say you know, those things that horses wear, wear over their eyes when they're racing. And the whole point is, if, if you can't, if you don't understand or, or don't know, is to ensure that it's, it's sort of simple like tunnel vision. And because he had that tunnel vision, he missed he was missing opportunities on the other spectrums that's required, which is health and relationship. He broke them down into I forgot how he labeled it. Um, but I first originally learned this from Russell Bronson about the three uh, aspects of, of people's life, which is health, wealth and relationship. 
And whatever it is, it's going, whatever you're going after is going to fall in one of those three categories. But what he was breaking down in the book of the uh, three alarms is, is that you can't just go after one extremely hard and leave the other two behind because you will have an unbalance. And a lot of times, family, we are unbalanced because of the because of the simple fact of we 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 forget or uh, I'm going to use a Jay-Z line. We forgot what we came for. See, when I when I got involved in doing this of starting the show, um, I, I'm doing it because I really want to see people get more engaged into personal development. I want to see people get more engaged into reading, more engaged in listening to audios, more engaged of building them up to be more than they were yesterday. And in return of me doing this and putting out free content and I, you know, I haven't asked for, for anything. I haven't asked you to buy my latest merch. I haven't asked you to, to um, take my latest course. Um, I haven't asked you to, you know, pay, pay my, um, I don't know, cash at me for exclusive. I haven't done any of that. I've given you 200 plus episodes so far without not asking one thing except, hey, text me if you want an accountability partner. Text me uh, if you want as because I'm working on a newsletter and which is going to be free. I'm giving the value before I ask for anything. Before I say, you know, um, and it's and 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 you have to understand the discomfort and 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 being able to do this day in and day out, as well as provide additional content around, like I said, about the newsletter that that is coming, is the reason why I'm doing it is because I want I I truly get something back in return. What I get in return is the ability to listen to all of these different audio clips on personal development. I get a chance to learn about different techniques and different habits and different uh, different self disciplines that can improve what I am currently doing. Like one thing, one of the greatest lessons that I've learned through personal development is the importance of being able to experiment. If you or or a B split, I don't know, but being able to to experiment with the to so I can reach my expectation. My expectation is I want to be the number one uh, motivational speaker, number one business businessman, the the number one personal development, whatever all of that is. But that's my expectation. The required work is. I need to practice every day. We talking about practice? Yeah, AI, we, we talking about practice. So because I have to practice, the only way I can do that is putting out content every day. The only way I can practice is being engaged in material. I started creating a list of things that I said, okay, these are the things I want to do. And these are my expectations. And at the end of the week, I have to grade myself. I, I understood what, what Jim Rome said. He said, what doesn't get measured? I, I forgot how he said that, but I'm a pair. I'm a, I'm a remix it. Basically, if you're not measuring or tracking what your expectations are or what you plan on doing at the end of the week, 
what are you going to be able to say? Because I used to be guilty, and that comes from the project management in me of having a um, a task list and checking things off. And then, okay, at the end, we completed this particular milestone or this particular event. But I couldn't tell you percentage of, of saying, well, you know, um, today I studied to, I, I mean, I read my my 10 pages, I, uh, I, you know, I did the next thing on my list. However, I didn't do this one. Why am I keep missing this, this one thing? Is it because, is it going to require me to get up earlier than I'm already getting up? Or is it going to require me to stay up late? Or am I, am I looking at things that are, are distractions? See, this is what you family, you have to be a, a technician of your life. And being a technician, and I didn't know, I didn't understand it at first. I was like, why would I want, and why would I want to be a technician of my life as far as I'm constantly diagnosing it? I'm constantly trying to figure out, okay, how can I improve that? What what needs to change? Um, you know, who needs to change around me? Or who do I need to get, uh, get move away from? Or who calls I need to stop taking? Because it's not aligned with my, with my goals. I always use the example of um, someone that was sharing about saying he was eating a salad and then they were like, you eating a salad? He was like, yeah, because it aligns with my goals. I can't, I, I, I'm unable to eat that other stuff because it's not in line with my goals. If I want to be the number one fitness model, if I want to be the number one, you know, uh, trainer, my body has to be a reflection of what I'm, what I am pr providing to you as a service. And the reason why I, I challenged you family about no happy spots is because are not allowed is because it's time to get to work. I shared with you, if you listen to the uh, show before this, where I talked about what Walmart is doing, what other companies are doing as far as from a technology automation standpoint. And when I used to hear that a lot of times when people will say, you know, you know, you need to get started. Time is running short. Time is of the essence. It, it, it didn't really register with me. And I'm going to be honest, it didn't because I was just like, ah, yeah, OK, whatever. And I was like that because. I didn't understand the fun that you can have in the process or what we call here the grind of going after what you want to go after. When you finally stop making excuses, when you finally stop saying, you know, uh, I, I'll work on that next year. I, I mean, this year, I, I just don't have the time. And when you do that, you you not only hold yourself back, but you you prevent from being a spark to somebody else. You, you prevent from providing a gift that somebody else is needing from you. You prevent the opportunity to be more than what you are today and what you can be. I always say this family. I was, uh, it was a game that we used to play. It's called, uh, I don't know if you, if you ever heard of, you probably have heard of it before. Uh, I declare war and I'll give you a high level overview of what this game is. So I declare war is a more or less of you, uh, you deal out the, I think it's 52 cards in a deck. Yep. 
52 cards. You deal out 26 cards to uh, each player's best player, just, you know, one-on-one. And each player, you know, you, you flip a card over and it's not based on suits, meaning like aces, you know, like aces, like spades, diamonds and club. It's not, it's based on a numerical value, except for, you know, kings and queens are, of, of course, you know, the hierarchy and everything and ace is the top. So in this I Declare War, if we're, if you and I were playing I Declare War and I put out a, a, a five and you put out a six, of course, then you win. But if you and I, uh, I put out a five and you put out a five, then the first, the first thing you have to do is put out, put out another card and then the uh, face showing the card and then the other card is face down. Now, what tends to happen is, is and once and then you flip another card to see who's going to win, basically those three cards. Uh, the point I tell you the story for is in life, a lot of times and, and that game is really based off of luck. Like there's no strategic strategy that you can have unless I mean. The only strategy you can have if you know how to shuffle cards extremely well and you have the ability to kind of to to replace or reproper your cards in a way that you know kind of what cards are coming. But I'm not talking that advanced because I don't I don't know how to do that. I'm talking about you really it's more or less of a simplistic game. But the the message out the game, if you pay attention to it, is is, is that and when in life, you have to really declare war with, with yourself. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? Listen, enough's enough. I know better. I know I should be doing these things. And don't get so worked up that you you try to do all of those things at once. Because as we understand, as we understand and we understood, it would be a start and stop. When I learned that, that that had a huge change on my life. And I still struggle with it today because it's like I want to do all of these like 13, 14 different things. And I'm like, OK, let's get this master first. Let's get waking up at a certain time um, mastered. OK, we, we're, we're, we're good. And I was like clockwork now is, is really literally building a, a true habit. And I have said to myself, I'm, I'm going to go back and read uh, James Clear Atomic Habit book again so I can uh, improve on, on some of my some of my habits and self-discipline. But the point I'm trying to make, family, is, is when you are on this journey that we are on you have to have these conversations with yourself. And the best way to have conversations is over the the data that you're tracking of yourself, the data of saying, you know what, I didn't do that on 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 Tuesday. And I should and I told myself that I was going to do it. I didn't do that on Friday because, you know, it was a holiday. So I decided to to take the day off and not do what was required. How many other people do you think if it's a holiday and they're supposed to be working on? I mean, and if it wasn't a holiday, they would have been doing what was expected of them or the expectations that they said that they wanted. A lot of people would. So I said, OK, that's another area that I have an opportunity to work on. Family, see, the the, the way you change your wording is the way 
how it's going to help you grow. You heard what I just said there. I said, I have another opportunity. See, that opportunity means that I got a chance to go correct my wrong, right? My, you know, basically making a better version of myself. I understand this is a work in progress with a work in progress or anything that's under construction. It's a, it's about creating building blocks to be where you want to be. I finally got on YouTube after I continue to talk about now I I've had a YouTube YouTube channel, but I went and looked at the posts. I said, I haven't posted in two years. Now I'm literally taking all of this content that I've created. And I just started uploading two videos a day from it. And then eventually, now that I'm in that that rhythm and doing this over time, I say, okay, next step. Now we need to leverage IG and uh, YouTube and we need to go live. So that's the next step in the whole progress. But I need to understand the whole technology aspect of what should I use? Should I use, you know, this particular program, this program or, or, you know, but I'm not going to, I'm again, you know, what we, another rule that we practice here of expectation, we're going to only do 5% of planning, but 95% of executing only. And reason why we're only doing 5% of planning is because we'll figure it, figure it out on our way. There's too much, there's too much, uh, YouTube videos out here. There's too many, too many courses out here that will speed up the process for me. And I'm not trying to speed up the process in which I missed the, the opportunity to grow. I am just trying to understand the mistakes that they made. So I won't make, make those mistakes. And that is something that family, when you are engaged into working on yourself, you have to study other people, but most of all, you must study yourself. You must get into a place where understanding what makes you uncomfortable when you're when you're doing something. Is it is it being uncomfortable that you have to exercise? If, if that's the case, then you know you need to do more of that. And you really need to lock in on that before you take this step to move towards something else. Well, family, I promise I wasn't going to keep you long. Um, I just want to say this though, because this, this really, this particular episode means a lot. It is, and I know it's not the most exciting, but it's it's one of those things, family. When you get to a point where you're, you have an expectation of yourself that you know, and you said to yourself that you're going to meet. You have to go. You have to follow through with it, family. You have to keep going. And even if you have to adjust and adjust and adjust until you can get to the point where you no longer need to adjust, you do that. I don't know about you. I just didn't jump on a bike right away and started riding when I was little. See, what they did was my mom and dad said, you know what, son, we're going to put we're going to get you a bike. But on the side of the wheel, you're going to see two training wheels. Now, these wheels, as they, they simply mean what they say, they are training wheels wheels. Now, I understand that your bike is different from the other kids right now, but that will change. This is going to take time for you to master riding a bike. It's going to take time for you to get comfortable. And once you get comfortable, those will be removed. And now we're going to put you back into an uncomfortable zone because now you need to figure out how to make sure that when you ride this bike, that you're able to balance it. What am I saying here, family? What I'm saying in simple terms is in life, 
when you're starting to go after the expectations that you have, you're going to start with the training wheels. You're going to start with a, you're going to start by taking step by step and you never want to skip the steps because when you skip the steps is you miss out on a perfect opportunity to understand why you're doing this step. For me, I understand why I'm doing this show. The reason why, as I stated earlier is because I want to, I want to challenge more people to read and, and go and execute. I want to challenge more people to be more involved in personal development and growth. I want to challenge people to be more than what they think they are and, and know that they can be more if they're willing. And I hate to use this word because I know it's, it, it's so cliche, but to put in the, the required work and but just not just saying put in required work, framing up the work in a way that fits them because just because I want to, you know, um, improve my health, that doesn't mean I'm about to go run a 30 mile marathon. I, I'm, I'm and you're not going to be able to talk me into it because that's, you can't give me, that's not something I want. That's not something that is aligned with my goals. Uh, my goal is from a, from a fitness standpoint is basically the things that I do to, you know, with the treadmill, with the, the, uh, push-ups and things that that's I, that's all I've been um, focusing on yeah I would love to be I love to have my six-pack I love to be buff ed but right now I need to master these two things which is the treadmill and the um the the push-up workout that I do first it's all about mastery family it's all about being able to be one and understand where your weaknesses are, are and just continually to prove and uh, to to prove to continue to to work on them and grow as you need to. I hope you enjoyed today's show because really, truly, you do get out of life your expectation. But the catch is you have to not just set expectations. You need to execute on expectation i think i like that you can't just set the expectations you need to go and execute because it's a shame that we hold people accountable for the the shortfalls or the shortcomings of of the expectations we have of them but we don't hold ourselves to that same regard i've been your humble host or your host e d and this has been another impact secret podcast show i hope you enjoyed and I'm out. Peace.